Welcome to Curtain Jerks on the Comedy Podcast Network, where we bring you news that is real as professional wrestling. I'm Mark Rosecca. I'm Steve Sears. I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Brett Gannell. Well, this is our comedy wrestling podcast here on the Comedy Podcast Network, but I don't know how funny this show is going to be today, because we are in bad moods. Yeah. After, and we were all professional comedians, so we all work here in Los Angeles and Which live here in Los Angeles. we laugh all the time. And we're also huge fans of professional wrestling, but we just finished watching WrestleMania. I mean, about 45 minutes ago, we finished watching WrestleMania 27, and uh, we're not in good moods after watching this show. We did not enjoy it. No, it was an interesting show, to say the least. Yeah, wasn't good. It was $65. And part yeah. of the reason we did not enjoy it is because the company that we kept while it was rough. watching yeah. the show. Because, you know, we try to... We try to we make it a group affair. We, we have a lot of people yeah. to watch yes, WrestleMania. Yes, we have people over. And, you know, no one had invited the genius Lanny Poffo oh, to their WrestleMania yeah. party, we had found out. So we decided, let's invite him over to ours. He's got nowhere to watch the show. He's probably got incredible insights. It's going to be really cool to have an insider. Yeah, he's been he's in the business. He works at the drugstore right across the street. Well, so. <laughs> well, he's been kicking around the whole show, driving us crazy. He said he'll leave if we'll let him come on and just do a poem. He's written a WrestleMania 27 poem. So, Lanny, are you here? Ooh. Yes. Okay, good. Sit down. Oh, God. And do your poem. <laughs> Stop and then standing. get out of here, okay? Stop standing on the couch. Just sit down. All right. The genius Lanny Poffo. <clears throat> Greetings, fellow curtain jerks all around the world. You must have died and gone to heaven. Because it is I, the genius Lanny Poffo here, reviewing the greatest WrestleMania, number 27. The most memorable was promised to us, by our dapper host The Rock in his tracksuit, a five-star classic from Edge and Alberto Del Rio. A shame about Del Rio's car. Edge is such a brute. On to our next instant classic. Under my robe I was thriving. Two masked combatants. What are Rhodes and Mysterio hiding? <laughs> Surprises abound with Snoop Dogg and rapping superstars. Hands down the funniest segment ever. Regal Kali and Hornswoggle busting rhymes. It certainly made my quiver quiver. What? what? Followed by a mighty eight-man tag match filled with wrestling greats, easily five stars. Sadly, only lasted a minute and a half. But don't most fights in bars? How, do you, how would you know? May Young wanting a piece of the people's strudel. The Rock is such a supple young fawn. Then things were ruined by Stone Cold Steve Austin. These two legends aren't kissing? Yawn. Oh, <laughs> Randy Orton and CM Punk just made faces. This match I couldn't understand. I had stopped paying attention, wishing Orton would join me in the back of my van. Uh, what? <laughs> How dare you, WWE? I had already soiled my robe from laughing. Pee-wee the rock and mean Gene, you topped lame white people rapping. A mountain of contempt the Hall of Fame class of 2011. Should I keep watching or should I quit? That talentless clown Shawn Michaels before the genius? Lanny Poffo always watches his language, but I say bull spit. Oh boy. <laughs> now here's that potty mouth stone cold again, drinking beer and setting a bad example. Thank goodness for my hero and winner Michael Cole, whose bosoms were quite ample. Gross. Oh no, what has happened? Boo! The worst ever match between Triple H and The Undertaker. Do they even know how to wrestle? Oh, come on, you're not that hurt, you big faker. Good gracious, now we're overrun with ladies, 
and some creature covered in makeup called Snooky. I went into the kitchen to punish my hips with a delightful chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> <laughs> a most yeah. shocking championship main event featuring The Miz, John Cena, and The Rock. Joy, oh joy, I'm getting overexcited. Will someone please suck my... All right, all right, all right. All right. All right. Take your all right. calligraphy get set and get out of here. Listen, genius Lanny Poffo, we let you do your poem. Now get go back to work at the drugstore. Go just yeah. back Cross somewhere. The street. It's embarrassing. Goodbye. All right, he's leaving. He's leaving. Uh, he was just like, scrawling like, notes the entire show, and he yeah. wouldn't stop talking. He liked everything we didn't like about the show. Yeah. yeah. I like the uh, Triple H and Undertaker, well, except yeah, for the ending, good. but All everything right. else. Was well, good. let's get into, you know, listen, this is a time for our news segment. And as we always say when we go into our news segment, we don't really talk about, we don't give you a thorough rundown of the news. If you want that, there's plenty of wrestling websites that give you that, Pro Wrestling Torch, Wrestling Observer, all the great sites. But we don't do that. We just talk about the stuff. That we that really is, matters. We th- yeah, stuff yeah. that was interesting to us yes. yeah. it, going on in wrestling right now. And so today, stuff that was interesting to us at WrestleMania. Well, general quick overview of the show, guys. Uh, I thought this was a pretty awful WrestleMania with the exception of Taker uh, and Triple H. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think I've ever seen one that, that was as bad as that one. Yeah. Orton and yeah. Punk was good except for the very end of it. I, I don't even It was fun. Like, and Mysterio yeah. and, you know, Rhodes had some decent moments in there. Well, let's talk about some of the specific segments that we were ranting and raving about as we were going through. <laughs> Starting with the Rock's opening promo. Completely weird. Completely lame. Very uncomfortable. He says opening. You say promo? <laughs> opening. Promo? Opening. Promo? Yeah. He actually at one point had the, he said to the crowd, if I say wrestle, you say mania. And had them say, it did that several times. Say what? Oh, boy. And he's wearing a trench. Say what? And he's wrestle mania. Uh, and he's oh. Steve did it while we were here too. Like he kept yelling it. Steve said everything the Rock wanted him to it's say. It's true. And then he had. Then he said, "If I say yeah, but you say dabba. Say what? Yabba. Dabba. All right, Jesus. Anyways, it was it was as Christ. lame as the lamest. <laughs> the millions, millions, and millions, millions. See, Steve will do it when anybody says anything. <laughs> the last time The Rock was this dorky is when he was Rocky Maivia t- 10 years ago or whenever the hell it was. Where it looked like he had that little curly toupee on the very top of his head. That's what it looked like to you? Yeah. No, it just looked like that was his haircut, Steve. No, but his haircut looked like they <laughs> shaved it all the way around and they just left this little pinhead tuft on the top. No one thought that but you. Yeah, I. Yeah. <laughs> no it looked like he'd been that. released from a circus. <laughs> <laughs> and then, some other things. Well, let's talk about all the Rock stuff uh, as we go through. Then the Rock did a terrible backstage segment with Mae Young. This Mae Young joke was old ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. And still- she's borderline incapacitated now. Like I, I thought, don't. <laughs> I thought the Undertaker borderline. was keeping her alive. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what he's doing with all those souls he's taking. Is yeah. He's he injecting thinks, them into her. Yeah, he thinks she's hilarious. He's like, I must keep her alive. Stone Cold Steve Austin showed up in this segment, and they, Rock and Stone Cold stared at each other for a while. Yeah. Hey, well, they touched. How's in. it going? Good. How are you? Pretty cool. What are you doing here? Refereeing a match. Oh, awesome! One of the main events, I'm sure. No, no. What match? Uh, Jerry Lawler and uh, Michael. Cole. Who else? My- Michael Cole. Intercontinental. No, no. U.S. Championship. No, no. <laughs> One of the tag team. No. Just One of the two big titles? No, no titles. They're just going at it. Well, what's the reason for the match? I'm, I don't know. <laughs> Isn't Jerry Lawler an announcer now? Yeah, so is Michael Cole. 
well, why don't they just fight at the booth? Oh, they wanted to put it on WrestleMania. Special referee. Stone Cold Steve Austin, that's me. All right, we'll have fun. Thanks. <laughs> that's basically how yeah. <laughs> that's basically how the backstage segment went between The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Then he had a segment with Pee Wee Herman backstage. Yeah. Awful. Nothing redeeming about it whatsoever. Well, I, well, I, I don't say that. Pee Wee did join Team Bring It. Ah, uh, you're mm-hmm. right. You're right. Pee Wee Herman is not part of Team Bring It, so I guess that's significant. And then, of course, Rock came out at the end of the show for the first time ever. WrestleMania match, main event, ended with a screw job ending, a double count out. Then Rock came out and uh, ordered the match restarted, interfered in it. He uh, gave the uh, scene at rock bottom, and then uh, Miz won. Yeah. That was well, it. to be fair, the McMahons have fucked around in the in the innings before. I guess so, but there's never been this. There's, there's never been a count out or disqualification finish in a WrestleMania main event. I don't think. Right? I don't think so either. No. Yeah. Um, we all really loved uh, some other highlights or lowlights of the show. We all really loved Snoop Idol. Snoop Idol, I mean. Yeah. It looked like, it looked like they had shot that a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> we're like depressed was... even talking about this show. Yeah, yeah. Bringing it back up, I, but like this ta- this bad taste in my mouth just sort of comes back. I don't even know what to say. I mean, uh, uh, there was some, what were some other things that stood out the eight man tag team match <laughs> Mark take it easy you're bleeding out of your ears yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of awkward things that happened today they forced everybody in those backstage segments that's afraid of getting future endeavored pretty soon so they would just pretty much do anything so hey, we Beth got to Phoenix see, we and, got to see Piper though uh yeah and then he disqualified himself from the uh, Snoop Idol he did yeah, yeah. by smashing a pump, uh, coconut in the Zack Ryder's back in his head which wasn't presented very well, by the way. The no, it coconut. looked like it. I thought it was a tiny little pie. I thought it was a <laughs> tiny coconut. little He never pie. produced the coconut before he hit him. You know, we call this show uh, Curtain Jerks, which is a play on the insider wrestling term Curtain Jerker, which means, you know, the opening match on the card. And to be a Curtain Jerker is usually considered a, you know, a low-profile position. It's kind of an insult to call someone a Curtain Jerker. Today at WrestleMania, the World Heavyweight Championship <laughs> match was the curtain-jerker match, if you can believe uh, that. Hell of an opening. Hell yeah. of an opening. Mm-hmm. We got to see Alberto Del Rio's house. Yeah. <laughs> the two <laughs> identical cars parked right next to each other in the front yard. Well, I mean, we didn't per- we didn't personally go to his house. They showed us his house on the screen. Well, he's invited us several times, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he wanted us to show him some wrestling moves and work on his in-ring work. His lovely 88 Rolls Royce that he drove in that I think you probably could suspect something would happen to it when it wasn't a new car. Well, there was plenty of people walking by it long enough that nothing Mm -hmm. was happening to it. So by the time it got to the end, I think we were all like, do something to the car. (laughs) I wonder what the deal really was with that car. Did they buy it and actually destroy it? Or do you think they built a Clay's car? (laughs) King Hippo, you mean? Yeah, (laughs) it was the one time we wanted to borrow his car. Like, let me borrow a car for Mania. Like, all right, all right. (laughs) I still want to know how he got out there. We never saw him. Hey, he just appeared in the ring. Brodus Clay. Yeah. He's a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know why that was the opening match. I mean, what was the logic behind opening up this entire WrestleMania with the world heavyweight title defense? No clue. It certainly devalues the title. Yeah. More? I, yeah, I know. Is it possible? So, the, Oh, I thought maybe we were lucky enough that they thought that we were worthy enough to see the heavyweight match at the very beginning. Wow. Maybe we're just really lucky, guys. 
They were I, like special treat. Yeah, I, 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 don't I don't know why you. You know that thing it. you think's really important? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> well, as much as to say, The Rock fucked everything up at the end, and in the beginning, he hosted the show. He clearly put the card together. So blame him. Yeah, especially yeah. we're fixing the the end where there was that double count out. He had a lot more power than I think people knew. Mm-hmm. All right. The uh, oh, we on the last episode of the show, we made predictions about two things. We made predictions about what Rey Mysterio's ring gear would be because he does a different superhero at every WrestleMania, and we made predictions about what John Cena's ring entrance would be because that's different every show. And now, if you the, remember, I wasn't that far off. Nor was yeah. I. Wait a minute. All right, let's start with Rey's. Okay. Rey ended up wearing. A Captain America slash Rey Mysterio. Costume. No, it's yeah. not America. Not America at all. Yeah, what Captain, Captain Mysterio? Captain Mexico. Mexico America. Mex- yeah. Captain Mexican America. Because the colors were still red, white, and blue. Yes. If they yeah, were but green, he was hiding white, underneath red. it. He was clearly making a political statement. Well, the statement was on the back of his uh, costume was a big question mark, which just was like, "What the fuck is going on with this card?" I think that was what he, his, <laughs> his costume was. If saying. this one was also in Phoenix, he wouldn't. Have, he wouldn't have worn that. No, I'm sure. He. He would have been wearing just a giant question mark. Be like, who's me? I don't know. And he lost, so a big defeat for Captain America. (laughs) (laughs) Take that, America. Take that, America. (laughs) And then uh, John Cena. Well, there was a lot going on with his entrance this this go-around. I was pretty close. So was I. I still think I was pretty close. I said a a choir. I said a choir of children, and there's some kids in there. Okay, but I said it was going to be special people. And And I said there'd be a dude with no eyes. Wait, what? (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) There was a gentleman with no eyes who was singing who clapped off beat. All right, what actually happened is there was a gospel choir that came out and sang, and then there was a, a music video of John Cena's... Music video? The spoken word music video. Oh, yeah. I think it was DMX uh, narrated... Video. I thought it was and, William Shatner. And then <laughs> could have been. And then they came back to uh, the gospel choir who sang. Then the gospel choir sang John Cena's theme song, and he came out. But Brett, your prediction was that John Cena would come. What did you predict? I predicted that he would come out in a giant wheelchair, and that the Make a Wish kids would be lining both, you know, <laughs> sides of the aisle. Like the, I uh, called a choir, though. I called a choir, like but, in the Road Warrior when they were all riding on the sides of the trucks. Yeah, but it'd be way. bald kids. But there was some very uh, special people involved in that choir. Well, oh, the guy with no eyes. Well, and then there was somebody that had like one eye covered with because he couldn't glasses. see Cena. That was yeah. the greatest gift yeah, of all. Okay, <laughs> he was playing along. Yeah. I can't see you, John Cena. Let's just. But can we, I sing for you? Can Scott and I call it, call it a draw? I guess so. Okay. You guys Wait, can share. This I don't want to call. Oh, you can yeah. share this trophy. Hey, we can do. Oh. We can do early predictions for next year's John Cena entrance because we know that WrestleMania is going to be in Miami next year. I say Cuban Coke dealers. Yeah, yeah. I like it. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pastel suits. Because <laughs> they're always city themed, right? Yeah, yeah. They're always city themed. Uh, well, I, I don't. We we shot through our uh, our uh, our topics here of uh, the things that drove us crazy about Wrestle. WrestleMania. But maybe before Mania. we before we <laughs> Yabba Dabba. Thank you. But maybe before millions. we uh, and millions <laughs> before we move on from the uh, WrestleMania wrap up, maybe we should at least attempt to talk about some things that we enjoyed about the show. Stone Cold. Stone Cold was great. It was Stone great Cold. seeing him. Yeah. 
being foul mouth, they had to bleep him all the time. And laughing through most of that match he was officiating, too, by the way. Yeah. He was having a great time. Yeah. He liked being at WrestleMania, even yeah. though he might not enjoy the role he was in, but he was still having a blast. For sure. He was cracking up through the match, and it reminded me of uh, at WrestleMania 23 when uh, – he gave Trump. He, or he was supposed to give Trump, Donald Trump, the stunner at the end of the oh, right, match, yeah. and Trump completely screwed it up and took it all wrong. And instead of getting angry, Austin just busted out laughing. It's <laughs> 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 hilarious. You've never seen a clip of that happening ever because it was so botched. Like they never show that again. Uh, and of course, we the Undertaker and Triple H match was fantastic. That was great. It was badass. Yeah, right. That was great. I think the one I. The one thing is Undertaker, like, overselling at the end of these matches. He'll win, but then it was at such a cost to his body that he just sort of rides was, around he, like an he's earthworm. He's that hurt. What, are you calling him a fucking liar? He could be that hurt, Steve. He was overselling it five minutes into the match. He had, oh, he was already stumbling around like a drunken sailor. <laughs> I just, he could be drunk, too. Who's to say he's not drunk yeah. and hurt, and that's how he gets through his job? Well, I just, I hate how whoever loses sort of pops back up and sort of checks their watch, has a bottle of water, looks around, and then his watch. goes, checking his broken wrist. Oh, that's right. That, I, you know, in that match about seven minutes in looked like it was almost going to be a copy of the Shawn Michaels match of yeah. the two years earlier. And, uh, yeah, they changed it by doing that, each one of them giving double finishers and still being able to kick out of it, which was, re- that was really cool. Undertaker did the over-the-top rope plancha. Uh, which he did yeah. two years ago, and nearly broke his neck and killed himself. Yeah. It looked like Triple H was trying to catch him with his hair and not his arms. He just needs to stop doing that move. Yeah. Like yeah. he all to, again tonight, nearly killed himself doing it. Yeah, it, it looked fantastic. It looked fantastic. I don't know if you watched the whole match because he did die at the end of it. Oh, really? <laughs> at right. least four or five times. <laughs> he did die, but he kept coming back to life. Yeah, three different times he just <laughs> left his eyes open and left his mouth open and tried to stop breathing. And, uh, you know, the tombstone spot actually really got us all. When Triple H tombstoned uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said it's over and just... We we went silent. We went silent. We thought that was the finish. I was thinking of Kevin Nash calling him the night before, like, you know what? End of streak. It feels pretty good, buddy. Let's do it. (laughs) I did it with Goldberg. Do it with Taker. (laughs) Anything else that we liked about this show? I liked CM Punk and Orton, except for Orton sort of pulling it out at the last second for no reason whatsoever. I don't understand it oh, at all. Oh, when Orton tried to punt, uh, punt Punk, he just collapsed like a bad sack of The only time in the match that his leg couldn't, his knee couldn't support his weight. Oh, it was awesome. I really enjoyed Booker T coming out and doing the spin of Rooney and then getting the stunner with a mouthful of beer. An unexplainable stunner out of nowhere. When he, uh, when he got stunned... With the stunner, and he sprayed the beer out of his mouth. He did mouth. that keystone-like geyser. It was yeah. fantastic. That was pretty funny. It was really cool. That was pretty funny. So those were the highlights. Everything else, awful. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. Uh, not a good Dreadful. Show. I'd not say dreadful. Show. You'd say dreadful? Yeah, what, a feeling what, of dread. What's the between dreadful and awful? A feeling of dread. That, a pervading sense of dread. That we realize we have to record after this. And we, we never even talked about the Snooki match, though, really. No. Did we? Well, we didn't. Let's no. talk about What is there to say? What uh, you want to say? Except well, for that, oh, except for that lightning rig that fell out of the sky and killed that giant cube. <laughs> oh, yeah. fell and just squashed all I think of them. It, I think it deserves to be said that that match came on after Undertaker, Undertaker Triple H. Right. Though. I mean that they. I think Mark put it eloquently when he said that Undertaker and Triple H opened for Snooki. <laughs> they opened for Snooki at WrestleMania. That was very big of them. 
was very big of them to put on such a great match opening for uh, Snooki. Well, it was short. It was short and sweet. The Snooki match, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, what? Well, well, yeah, she had to get to a bar. One of the things I really enjoyed too, Mark, was when Orton won, and then he's posing with a cube above him, and what you said. What did I say? I, he was I wrote it down. Oh, I said he was lifting the cube with the power of his mind. <laughs> <laughs> that cube was really fascinating. No one was as fascinated with it as you, actually. <laughs> Every so. time I saw it, it looked like it was levitating. It's... <laughs> It somehow knew which wrestlers were in the arena. It was fantastic. He's the only one that couldn't see the wires hanging from all four corners, what? raising it and lowering it. Wires? Yeah. It wasn't really floating in the sky, Steve. Wrestle? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> millions. And, and millions? Good. Yabba? Dabba! Thank, thank you. All right, it's time for our grab bag segment. This is a popular reoccurring segment on our show where we actually really do write some stuff down and we... Uh, Wait, when you say it's popular, you mean like that we like to do it, so we just keep doing it? I'm trying to make it sound like we've got fan, we got a tons of fans who like email us. We do, but we don't read those emails. Letters, and they guys. say... I mean emails. We, we have those emails. emails, we just right choose here. not to Will use Will you read them. one of those letters real quick? We're like the McMahons. We, we say what we like. Do you guys want me to read one of yeah, those? Read yeah, one yeah, of those. Read one of those. All right. Let's read the one from the guy with no eyes from WrestleMania. Okay. Apparently he can't type. Tasteless. Tasteless. All right, today's grab bag segment is... Well, we... Look, Triple H, he lost to The Undertaker today. But that's did you call him Triple H? I didn't try to, but maybe I did. It's not like Triple H yeah. lost. Well, I've been watching him so long, I feel like I know him. He's kind of my buddy. So After a pay-per-view like this, I feel like we really have to identify yeah. with the people who did yeah. good during the show. Triple H. And Undertaker. <laughs> um, the, um, but he, he tried everything. He tried a million pedigrees. He tried the tombstone. He couldn't beat the Undertaker. Uh, and that spine buster into the Spanish <laughs> announce table. And tried yeah. to get a sledge, but then he lost it and found it and lost it and found it. Couldn't hold it. Well, we're he wasn't sure. Off. There were so many other foreign objects in the ring. And the chair. He wasn't sure if he, he had it. He wailed on him with that chair. Yeah. We're going to come good. up with the move that he could have used to put The Undertaker away. And what we've done is we've written uh, a bunch of adjectives on pieces of paper and a bunch of nouns. We've each written a few. None of us know what's on these pieces of paper except for our own. And we're going to come pull, pull these out of the grab bag and combine them to, to uh, discover and create... The new finishing move, the move that Triple H should have used to end the streak. To end the streak, mm-hmm. Steve, do you wanna do you wanna go first? Uh, let's see. What so we grab are. an adjective, and then uh, and then grab a noun, and uh, the tri- the finishing move that Triple H should have used today to end the streak is called the stale Walmart. Yes, the yeah. stale yeah, yeah, yeah. Walmart. And I think it consists of a very stiff right arm that Triple H has clenched in his fist. A child's tricycle. A child's tricycle? Yes. That he purchased from Walmart? Yes. And he says, welcome to WrestleMania, and then he hits you with it. Yeah. 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 Well, I think he comes up. I think part of the move, though, is you you sneak up. You, you, you come up on somebody real nice, like the greeters do at Walmart. Mm-hmm. Hi, hi. You come welcome up real friendly. You're like, hey, hey, welcome to WrestleMania. Glad to be here in the match with you. And then all of a sudden, 
boom, you just nail him with a stale loaf of bread. <laughs> this also could be just a super big move that puts all the other little moves in town out of business. <laughs> that's, I like that. Yeah, that's true. If you but, execute the stale Walmart, that's the only move that's needed. And then the bad the, part is no one the, else has finishers after that. Yeah, all the indie wrestlers are trying to protest it because this sure. move is too big. They it just show up with big. beards and potato sacks on. Because they're out of business. <laughs> Good. Okay. Another uh, another move that Triple H could have used. Scott is oh. going to pull an adjective and noun out of the grab bag. Another move Triple H could have used to finish off The Undertaker is... The comical rubber band. Oh. The comical <laughs> rubber band. Well, first of all, everyone knows how flexible Triple H is. And yeah. everybody this... knows how hilarious him and Shawn Michaels together have been. Yes. Or Hysterical. if you saw The Chaperone, how much Triple H is on his own. Mm-hmm. If you saw The Chaperone. Has anyone seen The Chaperone? So. You can email if I you saw it. I saw that DVD cover. <laughs> I stand, it looks like he sketched that cover himself. When you say anyone, do you mean out of us or out of everyone in the world? In the world. <laughs> in the WWE universe. I don't know the I'm, Or I'm in the sure, Impact no, Zone. As soon as you make it to the WWE... Uh, Triple H sits you down in a room, like in a in an office, like a conference room in the hotel, wherever you're staying, and he makes you watch his movie. Yeah. Actually, that's my hope is at the Impact Zone when they do tapings and fans are not enthusiastic and not cheering, that they pull them aside and they give them crappy WWE movies to take home as prizes. Like, thanks for being such a jerk of a fan. Here's the chaperone on Blu-ray. Well, the comical rubber band is actually a move where you you snap. You snap your opponent with a rubber band over and over mm-hmm. again. I mean, rubber bands are not illegal in matches, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, not yeah, yeah. You just snap. It's, it takes a really, really long time. That's to like Chinese water torture. With, yes, the single to, droplet of water on the forehead. Yeah, to yeah. defeat your opponent with this move. It would have outlasted the WrestleMania broadcast. But you just snap a guy with a rubber band. <laughs> it would have been longer, six days. It would have been longer yeah. than the Lawler-Cole uh, match. Had Undertaker and, not died in five or six days, he would have been super annoyed by the comical rubber band. Yep, and eventually he would have tapped. Yeah, yeah. And it's far better than what it, it, it Triple H wants it to be, that he thinks he has the power of his quads that are so stretchy and, and elastic that yeah. he would just stretch them out and then snap them at his opponent. Yeah. But they would tear. I have pulled in adjective and a noun out of the grab bag. Under uh, Triple H also could have used the move, the lumpy punch bowl. <laughs> <laughs> to to defeat uh, the Undertaker. Well, this it's this is a devastating. It's move. a devastating. Yeah, move. This was a no holds barred match, and, and this, this is the only place you could use this move. Yeah, w- right. Because this move involves an actual punch bowl. Yeah, giant... which is probably under the ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most things are under the ring. Yeah. Um, now it has to be a punch bowl that you received as a wedding gift. I was about to say <laughs> the. The amount, the reason there's so many different things under the ring is sometimes they just have weddings in the arenas yeah, and they yeah. don't let anything leave. Like they don't let them clean up; they just build the mm-hmm, ring over right. it. Now, ironically, and this is a sad irony for the Undertaker, he uh, he actually gave Triple H and Stephanie a punch bowl for their wedding. Yeah, so that punch bowl from hell. I'm it, saying Triple H would use that punch bowl. The punch bowl from hell. The punch bowl from hell. And it wasn't yeah. made well. It was very shoddy. So that's hence all the lumps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you, so basically, it's what it sounds like. You just smash a guy over the head with a punch bowl until lumps appear on his head. And then you pin him. That's the lumpy punch a bowl. A devastating maneuver. Yeah. That's all there is to it. All right. Brett Gunnell is going to reach in the grab bag and get an adjective and a noun. And fi- the last move... That the Undertaker could have used is the glossy overreactor. The glossy overreactor. Overreactor or actor? 
over reactor. Isn't like, that just polishing up Shawn Michaels and swinging him like a bat? Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say that that's pretty good, yeah. Uh, yeah, I like that. Living in Hollywood, I feel like I know a lot of um, female performers that are glossy over reactors. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. Too soon. What? <laughs> Wrestle. Mania. Yava. Dava. Millions and millions. All right. Gentlemen, any last thoughts on uh, on WrestleMania before we wrap up the WrestleMania 27 wrap-up show? Uh, I, my, I just have to say that uh, my thorough disappointment that Randy Orton won the match against CM Punk because I thought CM Punk did a great job. I think that angle was perfect. I think that they could have feuded a lot longer than this, and I don't know why you do that. You know, you know it was such an interesting part of the show because that's when there seemed to be that almost like there was a turnaround, like, hey, whoa, this is a good match. This is like two mm-hmm. guys who seem to be confident, who aren't, so there aren't any mistakes being made. They're really going out there and they're putting on something really cool. And then it was just like, oh, Orton's going to win. You'd, have, you'd think that Randy Orton's married to Stephanie. I'd like to uh, reiterate what a dork I think The Rock came off as yeah. tonight. Yeah, that's bad. Legitimately, like, the first time I think he's come off as being really uncool. Desperate. In a long time, and desperate, and he had nothing to do on the show, and his segments were really awkward. I think I just, the whole way they've used him so far, I think it's really odd. And they focused so much on what was going to happen between Cena and Rock at WrestleMania. It overshadowed him. And very little happened. Yeah. Very little happened. I don't think that really paid off. But what did pay off is the six years that we've listened to Hornswoggle, Hornswoggles like squeaking and <laughs> creeping around. He does have a voice, and it was finally paid off at WrestleMania mm-hmm. 27. Yeah. There was a lot of buildup to that uh, Snoop Idol segment. <laughs> <laughs> paid off. Yeah, yeah. It paid off. Yeah, that's what WrestleMania is about. It's about <laughs> tying off storylines and starting whole new ones. And moments that'll live forever. And the showcase of the Immortals. We are... Curtain Jerks on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Mark Borzeka. <laughs> I'm Steve Sears. I'm Scott Narver. <laughs> I'm Brett Canell. And uh, we hope you join us for our next episode. We've always got some special guests, and we may have some real flesh and blood special guests coming up soon. And also check out our Facebook, which is facebook.com slash Curtain Jerks. And go on there and like the page, and also let us know what you want to hear us talk about on the show. We'd love to hear from you. So um, check us out for the next episode. Thanks. Wrestle. Mania. For more funny stuff for your eyes and ears, go to ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.